You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kivalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. If it's Mitzvah Shabbos, this must be Rizchah Daraisa. And I'm here with the Rizchah Gavriel Bechofel. And although we're trying to say bandwidth and I'm not looking at him, I see that image that he has plastered here. And I'm thinking about you, Rabbi Yosef Gavriel. I'm hoping you're going to help me feel a little bit better because I'm feeling a little bit under the weather. But I hope that uh, you've got some Rizchahs, true Rizchahs for me tonight. Rabbi Yosef, I wasn't feeling so well, uh, Arab Shabbos. Uh, or Thursday already, and I decided uh, to sort of splurge a little bit, and I figure, hey, you know what, Rizcha Daraisa needs material, let me see what's happening in the Jewish world, and I bought the uh, Mishpocha and the Ami, spent the money for them, reduced, uh, they have reduced advertising, I think, since COVID, and one of the reasons I, I bought it, one of the reasons I bought it was because the uh, the cover stories appealed to me. Of course, that's all you can see with the rapper. One of them was Raphael Goldberg, who is, I, I'm a big fan of Raphael Goldberg. I really uh, have appreciated his writing and what he's about for, for many, many years. I'm sure you know I'm talking about Denver. Uh, of course, of course. The author of wonderful Svarim on, on Bali Musil and uh, a, a very, some important Svarim, Biuri Agoyen, Biuri Agron Yoradeya. Really incredible uh, piece. Um, and then there was another piece from Avariyev Zev Ginsberg, who is uh, head of the Chofetz Chaim. Um, I'm not sure exactly if I have the exact title, a yeshiva's Chofetz Chaim in a uh, special yeshiva in, in the five towns. And a, a very moving and, 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 and heartfelt description of how he was mamish at death's door and how he has come back. So I can't say that I was... It was Bittel's man legam. It was actually inspiring to me to try to, uh, to try to be madama like these two men. Okay, but here's my wristlet. Can I comment before you go on to that? Go, go ahead, yes. This is for a future program, not necessarily for tonight. But uh, speaking about these people, who are sli- I think slightly older than us, this guy becoming, but I, I've been mulling over the past few days the utter failure of our generation to ever grow up. The generation born in the 60s, we have failed miserably. We've never become leaders, not just me, me and you. If you look at the world in general, uh, there's been one president from our generation. The next president's not going to be from our generation. The president, and probably after that, it's going to skip our generation, which means our generation has never grown up and taken a leadership position. The reason why this comes to mind is because Rabbi Hill Goldberg, one of the people who he, um, with one of his rabbeim, I don't want to mention his name, but I met, learned in his kol in his yeshiva many years ago. He said to us once in a schmooze, he said to us, you know, you guys, you want to take charge. Your time will come. Right now, it's still our time. You wait your turn. This guy, the fellow who said this, said this 35 years ago. And he's still the Rosh Hashiva. And our generation's time did not come. It probably will never come. And that's a tragedy. Well, we've talked yeah. about this, actually. You know, I know your memory of our all of our 27 Rizcha shows, or I think this is our 28th yeah. one, I don't know, um, isn't as, uh, you know, necessarily. No, it's not so record. good. But we yeah. actually did speak about this. If you remember, we talked, yeah. we talked this about This is the topic how, of the show? 
we met, we got got into it pretty well about how COVID is going to push the younger people, the uh, the the real Zikadim out, and it'll give it'll give room for the younger people. You're right. We might be part. I think I am definitely part of this older COVID generation. But we did speak about the fact that that that, that there oh, was that we spoke about going to skip our generation. Not exactly, but we definitely said that, that, that there has been too much holding on of the older generation. Oh, but it's going to, it's going to, I was thinking about it. it's going to skip our generation because people like us are already too old to be hired to positions of responsibility. They're going to, it's going to go down to the next generation. Our generation is just going to lose out. Could be, I don't know. It could be it's a little bit sour grapes uh, on your part and my part. Again, look, this white bell, this white bell is older than us. Right well, I think he is actually. Yeah. Moish Bain was the one you can think of, one I can think of. I can't think of anybody else. Moish Bain was not Mishmai. Yeah, yeah we, I can't think of this one. We did a lot of sticky plays together. One Keep day. going. Try and find, try and expand the list a bit. Yeah, anyway, let's go, let's go to your topic. Especially what you're saying. Okay, so anyway, I, I don't know about Aryeh Zed Ginsburg. I don't know how old he is. But I did okay, find right. out, this is a good segue. I'm not sure how old he is. I, I have the sense. That. I know how old he is. I was a couple of times. Oh, how old about, is Arya Zevkins? He's about 10 years older than us. 10 years older than us? Yeah. He's about 70 already. Okay. I think late 60s. Okay, yeah. here's my, here's my, uh, uh my, my risk. And I, I, and I've heard this before, and, and I'm gonna, uh, uh I have to be Magala, uh, the truth, that I've brought this up with the people in that area, in that area of Jewish from magazines. And I want to tell you who exactly I brought it up with, but someone that I'm very close with, and you know who I'm talking about in that area. The article was so moving, passionate, wonderful. And as you know, he was in a coma or a coma-like state where he didn't know what was going on. So what he was writing about was based on the information from his wife and daughter who, who, who provided all the primary information of what was happening. And his water, his daughter, his, uh, Ilana, his wife, Rebetzin Abigail, his daughter, Rebetzin Ilana, Jaeger, I think, Jaeger, Jaeger, right? So, and yet, Mishpocho could not put their picture anywhere. They couldn't have a little item. It was only like in the form of letters out of a notebook. Plenty of pictures of him, posed pictures of him, obviously, for the article, which had a de- definite depth. But it reminded me of the fact that this is I've heard from my daughters and, and from others, other women. They like these magazines. In fact, one could say, Yosef, it's more meant for the, the women than it is for the men. Men should be being mocked their time to learning Torah to, to every moment that they can on shops, especially if they're working. But for the women... Who uh, they work so hard during the week? These magazines are a big nachas ruach, and I'm not I'm not going to fight against them. But many of them have said that their their daughters and they themselves have a difficulty relating to the article when you can't even see the wonderful human being that's being highlighted. When all you can hear are her words, and there's a, an achiza when you can see the person that says, "Yeah, that person exists." And I know that the gedolei. Rabbonim, whoever it is that is on the board of Mishpoch and Ami, have decided that they cannot have women in the magazine. I really believe, and again, I, I, with Hakara Satoiv, when the magazine has done good things, that this is a this is wrong. That the the idea that men 
are going to be going gaga over staring at some Rebetzin in a shetel, and this is the place where they're just going to be mistakil and be and have machshavis royus, seems to me really weird and strange. Obviously, if there's a picture of a woman, we don't expect a, a bentayra or any sort of man to just hover with his eyes there and drink in her beauty. You know what? You see, you skip the page or you don't look there. But look what the, not having the picture does. It really eliminates that aspect for Hisairus by so many young girls who could say, yeah, that's even, let's talk about the, the biggest element, the, the biggest example, the, the bestseller about Rebetzin Batsheva Kanievsky, Right. And, and she was an incredible human being, one of the great tzaddikasen of, of, of the last century, you could say. Not one picture in the story of Rebetz and Bat not one image of her. Every single thing was Reb Chaim. Okay, Rabbi Yosef, I've let out my resichos despite my uh, sickened state. What's your response here? My response is very cynical. As somebody criticized us as being cynical, but we are cynical. The truth is, Baal Baal the way, the same way that women have no say on uh, boards of schools because they don't finance them because their husbands control the purse strings. So women don't have any say in the magazines because the boards are all male. And besides that, obviously the women don't care enough because they can always protest. They can always say, I'd con and now no more, but they don't. So if they're not going to protest, who are we, the men, to say anything? It's all, I mean, it's, it's, it's all money. There's also, if Ami felt it could make more money with women's pictures, for sure. Ami, I mean, I don't see that they have a rabbinical board, actually. Aren't they like a one-man for-profit operation? If they wanted to uh, put in pictures, if they saw that their money was, their bread was put on that side, they would have no problem. But they decided that. Again, I can't be so cynical. I know that they have, I think it's Susanna Friedman. I think that that's the name of the editor of, of Mishpocha. Um, They're all edited by women, but the women know that this, you know, this is the way they make money. For they some say reason. that, if they say, and again, we we aren't the rabbonim that are deciding, but maybe rabbonim our age are deciding. No, rabbonim are deciding. No, but come on, it's not the, uh, obviously if the rabbonim uh, they can always find rabbonim who say it's okay. They're doing it because they don't want to be put in cherem and lose by the kanoim, and that'll damage their sales. So therefore, in order to keep themselves up, they uh, they placate the people who are kanoim. Isn't that obvious? So, in other words, they're worried about the, they're worried about the American. Let's okay. Let's be let's be machalic here between the Israeli readers and the American readers. You can't because if in, if in America they put in pictures, then in Israel they're going to be put in harem. I see. So, in other words, they can't just say this is the American version and this. Right. Is, but but I, I, what really gets my gourd is that. Okay, we can have a doll. In other words, we can have like a, we can have like a, a, a graphic doll image, which, for example, they put on the cover. I didn't, I didn't buy the magazine of a of a, of a Hossin and Kala. So the Hossin and Kala were obviously cartoonish doll-like figures. That's all right. In other words, that's where they have to uh, draw the line, like literally drawing a line. In other words, you can maybe get away with drawing a little picture. Uh, I know that my uh, my boss. My ultimate boss, uh, um, they did a, a, a profile about him in one of these magazines, and he spoke about his, his wife. He spoke about how his wife has been his rock and support, 
<laughs> like there couldn't even be like, and he was so flabbergasted. There wasn't even one little, and he gave them the images. And it, it, it's not there. Um, it, it really boggles the mind, really. And I did, I did take this up with someone who's in that area. I don't want to say any more hints about who he might be. The person said his hands are tied. He actually agrees with me. Um, and, and, look, maybe this is maybe this is an again. This is Why are his hands tied? Because it's cash. There's cash involved. Money. I guess if Giannis are cold, is it obvious? Or the, the worry about uh, being banned. The worry oh, about... Marube, right. The worry about Hatsi Marube, exactly. Again, I think that the... Um... Uh, again, the, it, it's really a, it's really a should. It really it is because because I, I actually want to take it one step further. Because I think that that the whole idea of these magazines is is especially if you read behind the scenes and the lines, what they're trying to do is saying you can be uh, you can write movingly, you can write in an eloquent way, you can write tongue in cheek. There is a role for uh, good essays and writing in our world. There was a beautiful essay from a woman from Cleveland speaking about her grandfather who uh, was in South Africa, who was dealing with the native people there, uh, a wonderful doctor, and she wrote uh, a real moving words for, for understanding. Could have been on the Rizzo show about how uh, the Orthodox world needs to go through sensitivity training and understanding the African experience, the African-American experience. There was actually the South African experience. But I, I am so worried that young girls, like people like my daughter who didn't understand and others, who would say, yeah, I, I really like reading this, but it, it bothers me. And, and therefore, they're going to get turned off and, and they're going to say, you know, that this is the firm world that there's no space for me anywhere, even in the even in the in the women's section, the 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 family first section or the women's. There's there's no place for an image. I can't see that. This is a world I'm going to reject. And, and I think that's going to be a terrible price to pay. And, and, and they're, and they're going to be that, that, that doesn't that's the money out of their pocket. You're, sorry, that's okay. So one person goes off to Derek more or less. It's not going to count. It doesn't damage your circulation. <laughs> I think eventually it's going to. They're going to see. No, that. on the contrary, I don't think so at all. Until because of Ryan, there are many women in, who may make a call. Anytime a woman's uh, depicted by accident in one of these magazines. Yeah, I, I, look, look. Without being, you know, I know we can be cynical and say it's never going to change. What I would say is, oh, if our listeners, it. if our listeners, I think no, maybe, it has changed. Wait, wait, it has changed. The Jewish Observer printed women's pictures. This is a change. Don't tell me it has. Of course, it's changed. I'm saying changing back. You're saying the Jewish Observer did not have this policy, right? No, of course not. Okay, so what I am thinking is like this: maybe people. Could it be our show? Could it be other? Okay, I'll tell you one second. Let's look at it this way: the, the Jewish Observer was driven out of business by these, uh, by, by these uh, weeklies, and these weeklies basically said, "You know, Jewish Observer, you're not from enough. We're going to be frumer." And the crowd in Lakewood, or wherever it was, bought that hook, lock, stock, and barrel. And uh, they, uh, part of being frumer is not having women's pictures. The first person to have women's pictures is going to be in the Jewish Observer's position. And that's that. There'll be history. Well, I, I should tell our listeners, and people do somehow go to our, listen to our podcast for information, that if you go to the uh, Gooda's website, they have archived almost, I believe, almost every edition. They have everyone. Yeah. 
you, you have to, it, it's not the easiest website to navigate. That's However, right, yeah. you can get in a PDF form almost all the old Jewish observers, and it has wonderful writing, not only from, and the people that I was close to, and I'm going to say, Zorchen Ovrocha on all of them, Rav Nissen Walpin, and Rav Nachman Bullman. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I wrote a Jewish observer, and I'm not yet Zorchen Ovrocha, as far as I know. <laughs> I wasn't talking about your writing. I was talking about, <laughs> I'm, I, I, I'm talking about real, I wouldn't say masterpieces, but really wonderful stuff. Oh, uh, you're really getting more insulting as you go on. <laughs> Look, you started off saying the door skipped you over. Now you want to talk about. Look, I want to. One day I'll talk about the Jewish Observer article that that I that, that I wanted to write and that um, Rav Nissen Wolpen gave me a lot of encouragement to write, and it ended up becoming a book by Mark Shapiro, <laughs> which is I was working for for years on a on a, on a major article about the three day age. And uh, Mark Shapiro hopped me ice, and then the uh, uh and Walton didn't think that was much of a reason to, to write an article, and maybe he wanted I think he, he wanted me to write a response to it. That's um, a good thing, yeah, yeah, it might have been a good thing. Good thing. Of course, you always encouraged me to write for Jewish accent, remember? I, I, I had a nice little relationship with uh, with uh, right. Matisio, uh, the, ed- the editor there. Okay, let's let's talk about one last thing before we we sign off because uh, we're basically in agreement and not uh, uh, not insulting each other. No, we're not in agreement. No, 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 we're not in agreement. You think actually that there's some kuma halacha here or some kuma hashkafa. I don't think there's any halacha hashkafa. I think it just has to do with money and public image. Okay. Okay, before we get to the next subject, what I'm thinking also is um, something that maybe if we could push it, Maybe they, I don't know if they have enough money with, with with the funds dwindling, but they could definitely come up with two editions. And you're saying that'd be impossible because then a, a, a firm man could buy it. But I, yeah. definitely, I, 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 would, I would hope that they should do something because, like I said, I think it's I think it's a tragedia and it's an insult, really, to to Rabbi Arya Ginsburg's Rebetzin that there couldn't even be to, to give her the call. She has. I, I beg to differ about that too because he knew giving that article to that publication that they wouldn't publish pictures of his wife. Right, but all I can tell you is she has the best lines in there. He has some wonderful moving things, but she speaks so movingly about what they went through and it's it's, 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 it's a... It's a terrible thing, I think, that women and girls can't really be inspired uh, by seeing, oh, you, to see this is a person I can be like. Let me just go on to the last thing. I want to just tell you, let's end with this. Um, I know that on this program, uh, we were one of the first to call out the um, lawsuit as a Phil Hashem. That was your statement. And, and I was accused of, you know, I, was that where I was being wishy-washy? I don't know. Maybe. Um, Could be. Yeah, I think it was. I'll go upon him. You were out there as the Phil Hashem. You know that the lawsuit was knocked down 100%. Uh, the, the, the judge in the case, uh, shut the door completely. Uh, and I read the, uh, I read as much as I could of the judge's opinion. Uh, I thought it was really, uh, some zach. Um, and, uh, like we said, I think it was a, uh, an unfortunate misstep in that area. But for people who are, sensitive to that, maybe they are concerned. So I just wanted to, you know, we talked about what's going to be uh, in terms of uh, the summer, in terms of uh, what the kids are going to do, what sort of comeback is going to happen. Um, I just wanted to get some final words from you on that. Uh, well, you know what? Uh, before before I get that, we should get another program. I shudder. I tremble. 
not literally, but uh, about what's going to happen with schools. Because we're six weeks before school starts, yes. and nobody has a plan. There's I no agree. plans out there. What are we, crazy? The whole client school is just crazy? You tell me what, what exactly is going through people's minds? So I agree with you. This is part of what I was saying. The summer, you're right, is only a harbinger of what's going to happen. Um, yeah. and, 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 and again, they didn't get what they wanted. And, and the, in the school year to come, whether it's in New York or New Jersey or beyond, need, there needs to be crafted real, real options. Right, um, and nobody's working on it. Nothing's happening. What happened to Ralph? I'm, I, you know, I'm as well fails the rock. I'm Chacham and Love and Pest. Crusader nowadays. Okay. So, so the there, camp, there is, yeah, we're responding to the camp. So you want me to respond to the camp? Yeah, I, I read somewhere on Friday, it was right before Shabbos, I don't remember where it was, that some camp, not Jewish camp, opened in Pennsylvania, and immediately they got a COVID case, 82 COVID cases, they had to shut down right away. Can you imagine what had happened with a Jewish camp? So it's more who saved us from that kill Hashem at least. Yeah, that could be. I, I've heard about other camps. I heard about some Jewish camps where the inspector came in in Pennsylvania and he was checking everybody and then they checked him and it turned out that he had COVID. Um, <laughs> so that did happen. I think it was in Camp La Vie, I think is where it happened. Uh, yeah. uh, this is what okay. I heard. Look, it's definitely, uh, there is a lack of direction, I think is what we're saying. There's a lack of direction, a lack of understanding. And part of it is the scientific uh, in, problems of not understanding what what's going to be but i think one thing i think is for sure um that there needs to be as, as others have said much more eloquently and, and it's than we have there needs to be some new models does the model have to have an element of actual people as opposed distance learning yes clearly it does the model lahora is there and the model lahora is the small bubble, the small group, the, 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 the monolithic huge yeshiva or our school, they, they need to, someone has to give some money to hire Rabbeim to be Rabbeim of, of this group of four or six. So there will be classes of four or six. They, they've got to find the room, find the ventilation, and it might be a tremendous revach. Can you, look, I, I have, you yourself spoke on this program, how you had students who you thought were not really uh, of the best caliber, and then you discovered something different about them. And part of the problem was is that I don't know how many you had originally over there in, in Clifton, but you would you have 25 or something like that? What do you mean, in the classroom? In the classroom, yeah. yes. Yeah, about that. Twenty-five. Can you imagine how gewaldic it can be setting up properly with the masks and the distancing where every kid, we're talking about a group of, of, of six kids per Rebbe, per Mora, and this would help with the unemployment problem as well, yeah. right? There's yeah. so many people like ourselves, younger than ourselves, who are struggling trying to find a second, third, fourth type of job this could be a tremendous boon for them because even giants like ourselves in education, neither of us were experts in classroom management. However, when you talk about five or six in a Chabura, I really believe the answer is right in front of their face. Um, they're going to have to dig in and pay those people. That's true. 
but they're going to have to hire new people. But I think I, I think that's where the answer is, and I think that's I don't know if I'm thinking so inventively, or I think it's Pasha does that. And and, and, and the, the workforce is there. <laughs> the workforce is ready. They just need to open and become inventive of where they're going to put the people, what where the rooms are. There's so many empty. Think about it, Rabbi Yosef. There's so many the, the, the builders in Lakewood and the builders, and even in New York, there's so many empty buildings. There's so many places that they haven't rented out, right? They talked about the Javits Center and other things that were pretty much unused. We use Nebuch for, for COVID. I do believe the space exists. They just have to think inventively of where that space could be. And then I think that, uh, and it, look, like I said, it's not, there's nothing here original, but I think this is a solution well, let's as as Curtis Lewa says on his show, let us appeal to our many listeners, and they should come up with ideas and write to us. Write to, to uh, what's the address for writing to us? Well, emailing to ravkiv at gmail dot com is always Ralph a good thing. Come right, oh. so they should write and tell us the, you know, what eight ideas they have. Yes, and yes. We'll in talk terms, about so let's talk about the three things again. That's what we want to hear about. Are you are you in agreement with me and Rabbi Yosef? Well, disagreement that we have that this is something that, you know, the, the, the issue of Mishpoch and Ami and the firm magazines not having women in it. Number two, are you as happy as we are, or at least satisfied as we are, that the camp closure lawsuit was put to bed? And number three, do you believe that some of the ideas that we've talked about in terms of school for, two, for the 2020 fall and beyond are things that really should be implemented? If so... We hope to hear from you. So that's about it for this Mitzvah Shabbos on Rishon So we hope Mitzvah to be back soon, probably next week, Mitzvah with another episode. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.